Hello and welcome to How to Stay Married So Far. We've made it to another episode. Aren't yeah. we lucky? Crikey. Um, so this is a podcast where we talk about the highs, the lows, the funny bits. Used to do a lot more of the serious bits. Um, we'll still hit serious bits, but we're trying, we're trying to approach marriage and sustaining a marriage through a comedic, slightly light-hearted Slightly less precious lens, I'd say. We're lightening up, folks. Yeah, basically. We, we, uh, we just got sick of just, like, really looking deeply into ourselves. So, basically, it's going to evolve... We want to have a bit more yeah, fun. It's going to evolve a lot of Nadia saying apple crumble. For those of you who don't know oh, what apple God. crumble means, it's Nadia's alert word, or, or what is it? Safe word. Safe word. So, is this podcast going to be about sex? Uh, well, she doesn't know what this podcast is going to be about. Oh, no. He said to me, let me choose the podcast, and I don't want you to know anything about it. Let Let's talk about sex, baby. He said you love Let's surprises, you, which I do. Mm. I'm not going to talk in detail. Yes, you He's are. He's going to try and make me know. Yes, you are. Watch. Okay, so okay. this What's is... the premise? The premise of this is... Okay, do you know Catherine Ryan? Do you like Catherine Ryan? Yes, the comedian. Yeah. I've met her, actually. I did a big brother, little brother with her once. Did you? Yeah. Oh, there you go. She, well, in fact... I was telling her all about us homeschooling her kids and she her eyes lit she up because she was touring and she said, is that a thing? Because I think she's Canadian. And I said, yeah. And she said, I'm going to do this. She goes, it was meant to be that we met. There you go. Well, she's revealed that she has sex twice a month and she wants to know what the rest of us are up to, basically. How often are we, are you, are people having sex? She says twice a month. And I couldn't work out when I read that. I thought, oh, I wonder if Nadia will think that's a lot or not a lot. Well, that's exactly where I'm going to. I'm thinking now, I'm, I'm just trying to just respond straight away. So I've read this. Forget and the last time we did Catherine it. Catherine Ryan says, I have sex twice, twice a month. A okay. Month. Right, shall I just give a stream of consciousness? Do you want any context to why she says that, or do you just want to respond to that? I think no, just I just like, want to respond yeah. to that first, because it is unusual, very unusual, for people in the public world to say give an exact figure is it is, is this because she well let me first just respond to that just quickly so my first thought is Catherine Catherine Ryan who always looks so hot and always is always anything I've ever read about her she has a gorgeous husband right. who she had a mad uh, crush on when they were younger, they went to school together. Wow. And they had this big love affair and then they broke up. Oh. And then they had other relationships and then they met again only about four or five years ago. Right. And they've since had two children. She had a child from a previous relationship. He asked right. me funny about Catherine Ryan. So, so my first thought is, oh, God, I thought Catherine Ryan was having sex every day. That was my first thought as you say that. And I thought... Why did I think Catherine Ryan was having sex every because day? Because she's pretty. No, no. Because I was thinking, she's only been with him five years. It was her big dirt. She constantly says what a heartthrob she, he is. She's always, always talking about him. Like, she's in awe of how... So, you so you make these Let's quick... See. Let me just look up a photo of this guy. So, you make, you make these, like... Oh, yeah, he's nice looking, isn't You it? make these quick decisions. He's very caring. He looks after the children. He's a house husband. So he's like full on gets up to, but so he's caring, he's nurturing, you know, all these things that you think, oh, they must be having sex every day. They go to beautiful, they've got a swimming pool. And? Well, where does that make you want to have sex every day? 
So oh, I would have sex every day if I had a swimming pool. Oh, you're just using that, and that's just a strategy to <laughs> if you didn't see dig my up face, a hole. If you'd like to see my face, just go to YouTube. Um, no, so so it's a lifestyle, I suppose, and is that how a lots of us, you know, make up our minds about who and how often? I'm sh okay. Bottom line, I'm shocked. Why? By how infrequent it is. How infrequent it is. Okay. How she can say that. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you something else what I think. It's just popped up to my head. She she talks about how she lost her great love and that was him. Right. And then they got back together again. I would think that she might think if I put out into the world that he's only having sex twice a month, mm -hmm. could other people start offering him sex? Well, hang on a minute. So this is the idea that a man, if he's not, if he's in a loyal, loving relationship, if he does, starts to not get enough sex, he may go. No. He may be easily tempted. Right. Listen, you can't challenge me on any of this yes, because this is my stream of consciousness, which is the the way that I have been well, manipulated through my life. There's Ricky Gervais. You can't stop a thought. Oh, exactly. Obviously, once I think about it and I intellectualise it and I go deep with it, I'm going to come up with all that stuff. But I'm just saying. Instinct just goes bam, bam, which tells me how we are informed about how much sex we should be having. Because we make all these snap judgments of people and their sex lives. And I always think everybody's, well, no, actually, I don't, but I, I tend to think a certain group of people are having lots of sex. Right. The beautiful, the beautiful people, well, see, the swimming I, I pools and the, and the like, tra going to gorgeous hotels. But she has had two babies in three years. Well, I was going to say, I and mean, surely, so, so you're bringing, I'm amazed by how much you're bringing all of this to it. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. What did you think? Simple. Well, when she said First, it, when you, if you I thought remember, they must have kids. Did you? I just, this first thought, I thought they must have kids. This bears no relationship to whether she fancies him, he fancies her. They're busy. They're busy, they're exhausted, no, they're no, shattered, okay. they're that shagged in all a, the wrong ways. That sounds a little bit thought out, intellectualised. What no, did not. you think? Did you think, poor him? Did you think, that's, I, I would hate it if my wife told people how often we have sex? What, what did how you often feel? Do we what have did sex? You, what, no, what did how you feel? How often do we have sex? I'm not saying often we have sex. Apart from anything else, I. When was I the don't. last time? We How had does sex? she know she only has sex twice a month? Because it's a rough guess. Does she put it in her calendar? It's or a something? rough guesstimate. No, I mean I think she's just kind of you know she doesn't say she hasn't got like a, a calendar and a, a notepad. Does she not write it down? I don't think so. Hmm. Why would you write it down? Because I don't know how you'd remember. I just think you have. A, I mean, can you remember the last time you did? Hmm? <laughs> This is going to become a personal thing how for you, this podcast. I know exactly how many times we have this year in 2024. Oh, shut the front door. I, I tried. I tried, but you wanted it open. It was a curious little kink. <laughs> I, I know exactly how many times in 2024. Can you, do you know? If you write it down, you, write it down. I won't share it. Write it down. How many, if you how many do you are think we've... telling the truth, no, that's not it. That's, no, 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 that's not it. Um, <laughs> absolutely, um, you don't. You're lying. I do. If you say now, you know how often I know we've had exactly. Okay, write it down. Okay. And swear on our children's lives, you know this amount. I know this amount. Oh, is this this year? It's only January. 2024. Oh. Exactly. And how 
do you know that? Because I remember. Hmm. Does that concur with you? You will have noted people, astute listeners to APST. What are those things? RSBD. ASMR. ASMR. They'll have gone, that was a eight. <laughs> anyway. Okay, well, I okay. want to know yeah. from a male point of view what did you actually think and feel and what snap judgments not thought out judgments what snap judgments did you make did you think oh, poor them did you think oh god like did you th- what did you think oh poor fuckers did you yeah yeah i did and and you know it made me it immediately made me think about though how my attitude to these things has changed over the years there was a time in my life where i can guarantee that the thought that one wasn't having sex almost every day of the week would be a sign that you are either A, unattractive, B, unattracted to the person you're with, C, in a relationship that doesn't mean anything. I put, I, for me, sex and the frequency of it had a huge importance. I mean, it was hugely yeah. important. And I would say... Was, and did you in those days never imagine you would get to a point where you would say the number that you've just said? I've actually looked at that number since I've written it and I've actually looked at the date and I've gone, oh my God, I've become something I never thought I would. What? An infrequent sexer. Mark! You're going to have to cut that out. Why? <sighs> it's good. The kids don't want to think we're doing it 60 million times. They can hear us. Infrequent sexer. It is and they're at college, your kids. That's so It scandalous. is infrequent. I mean, it's not as frequent as I'd like it. Well, what? what okay, what's frequent sex? I would say... Fr- because I... a lot of people might think that that's very good, that number. It wasn't double digits, they could hear that. No, no, that you are not ASMR. saying digits. You are going to bleep out that digit. Mark, Pixelate do the digit. not start Pixelate or saying bleep. digits. No, what do you, you mean? No. Digits. I don't want people to know whether it's a single or a double or a triple digit. But certainly not a triple digit. Because this adds to the pressure that everybody thinks if somebody knows how much sex somebody else is having they then stop questioning themselves I, I think, I it's, think like... it's a little bit like when the doctor asks an alcoholic how much are you drinking and the alcoholic never ever is honest about it they say they always say less so whenever people in rehab centers or you know places you know addiction centers when they always know that if you ask someone who's coming in off the street with alcoholism how much are you drinking they double it they go we just know we're not going to get a straight answer we double it I think when you ask people how often they're having sex they always say it's more often than they are doing it oh do you think it depends what age you get to maybe that's different with women i think yeah i think men don't want to be (coughs) sort i think you're right i think and this is much this this is much more the case for when i was younger i wouldn't have wanted i would have felt really judged by my peer group and this is like not you know peer group down the pub kind of you know just smashing their heads against a, a bar because tottenham can't score a goal though that happened but you know this was if I, if I had revealed in any sense that I wasn't having that much sex and I was in a relationship, there would have been an arched eyebrow. There oh, would have really? Been a, Why? There what was been... everybody saying? What well, age is this? I'm in my 20s, 30s, so 20s. early 30s. So let's stay in the 20s. Yeah. So up to, in your 20s, how many times were boys supposed to be having sex? Well, if you were with someone, you would have sex every night. So you had to say every night. You, would, you didn't have to no, say No, within your group, peer pressure I'm talking about. But the, you would want that. It's, it's a curious one. You wouldn't go, you wouldn't meet your friends on a Friday evening and go, 
Oh, yeah, you talk about how much sex you'd have. There would be an assumption yeah. that you're having every sex night. every night. You wouldn't, you wouldn't. But you see, isn't that interesting? Because that's the, what we're talking about, isn't it? An assumption. Yeah. But I bet nobody well, no, was having sex every night. No, and I wouldn't... So, I suppose, how would it... I'm trying to think realistically, how would it have come up? I suppose if I was in a relationship, which happened, as it does with everyone, and you're not having as much sex for a period of time, for whatever those reasons are, invariably, when I look back, probably my fault... Um, you would. I would not have shared that fact with my. I would have. I wouldn't have said. If you were having a dry period. Yeah. I, well, I wouldn't have. I, yeah. I mean, you know, if they were like, "Oh, how's it going with such and such?" You'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, it's all right." And they go, oh, "All right. Is it you still? Is it still fresh? Are you still <coughs> feeling? Is it still, you know, the honeymoon period and all that kind of stuff?" I mean, that's the kind of. That would be the kind of way round it. Well, women were mu- young. Women were much more graphic than that. We would go into the finite detail of finite. what the penis looked like. What, what the end was like, what the, what end the orgasm was like. was like, what the thing... I mean, when I think about the detail young girls talk about sex... What the end... Hang on. The end of the penis is like, is it got a floppy bit of skin? Is it this? Is it that? Is it like... Yeah. Detail. Wrinkled, um, purple balls, pink balls. Hang everything. on a minute. Who has purple balls? Some people do. Purple? <laughs> Yeah. Why were you having sex with an Oompa Loompa? Well, you know, just colours of balls and hair. Well, hang on a minute. You don't look at things for very long, ever. I dispute immediately. Uh, no, I, I didn't know the colour of anyone's balls, but some people I was going to say, did. the Not last me. thing you would have paid no. any attention to was the colour of those clacking no, I, I didn't look at the colours. I wasn't interested. But things like... Yeah, so people... And we might go into finite detail about sex. Finite or fine detail? Finite. Finite, what, as in limited or infinite? Infinite. Finite is the opposite of infinite. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it finite detail? Yeah, as in, say as in precise, detail. you mean. Don't fuck about no, no, with no, fine. Right. Everyone says the finite detail. The fine detail. Don't come up. This isn't an English lesson. We're talking about sex. I'm thinking of purple balls. I can't get a shake the images. Oh, you're so excited now. You know why he's excited? You know why he's excited? Because now he's thinking, oh, I haven't got purple balls. That's a good thing. You didn't know it was something that some people I have. No, I didn't. No. We're not bright purple. Well, Purplish. Oh, my God, they sound more and more hideous by the minute. I'm so pleased they I don't are have hideous. These, but, but mine aren't. Sorry, they, I know they're not. They're not. I just I, I feel so listen, confident about listen, the state of my but balls. Generally, balls are, are not ridiculous. a thing that anyone goes, oh, I love the look of your balls. I agree. I agree. I just don't really look at them. Well, yeah, I suppose you don't need to. Where were we? So, in terms of how often one has sex, so you're saying that women would so, go into so really, really... So we would go into yeah. great, great right, detail. Right, okay. My biggest lie ever about sex was that, and this is what I, I've always said to our, our kids is that from about 14, I was pretending that I had sex and I didn't have sex until I was 17, almost 18. So were you lying about the colour Totally lying. And things no, like no, that? No, no, not at that point. No, once, once I was you... having sex, we, I'd be talking detail. So about. how would you... OK, well, that's a, different, that's a different subject. So in terms of how often, so for me... And in those days when you had nothing to think about, you had... You know, like, when I started having sex, I had... I, I had um, you know, I had an evening job in the theatre, usheretting. I was spending any money that I had down the pub and going clubbing. And I had 
no responsibilities at all apart from that. So you could literally spend an afternoon or a morning just thinking about sex. Because I think the thing is, you do have to think about it. Yes. You have to think about it. About it a lot. And I think that the more our... You know, people will say, oh, it's, it's children. I think it's growing up and the responsibilities that come in. I mean, you know, during the pandemic, they say it was the biggest passion basher ever. Mm. Because... There was so much misery. There was so... Now, everyone had time on their hands. People weren't going to work, People weren't, but people weren't having loads of sex either. It went the other way because people actually were just... Their brains were taken up with so much horror and fear and worry, which I think, again, proves that it's... You know, loads of sex is the... Um, you know, it goes with youth because you're not thinking about other things. And I think tying back in to famous people, we have this idea that they spend an awful lot of time just hanging around, not doing very much by their pool or, you know, I mean, you, it's, for instance, you look at the Kardashians, every single thing they do, somebody does it for them. So you always think, oh, no wonder they're all having so much sex and love having sex. But are they? Are they having it twice a year? We don't know. It's snap judgments that we make about other maybe, people's maybe sex lives that fuck us up. Maybe it's the luxury of time that allows people to indulge perversions and stuff like that. Well, listen to this. 2018, an Ipsos survey What's asked Ipsos? men... It's, it's a, a kind of polling company. Oh, yeah, Ipsos. Uh, asked men and women to estimate how often other people have sex, how much other people have sex. So this is what we think other people have sex, not how much we are. Women guessed that men were at it 13 to 15 times a month which would be three to four times a week, while the men guessed that the women were going at it like rabbits at 23 times a month. Now, that's wishful thinking. I think men would like to think that. Well, hang on. Let me pause on that thought, because I'm going to let you in on a, a curious contradiction in male psychology around women and sex. Oh, God. Are we ready well, no, for this, but it, it speaks to possibly one of the biggest problems for men, which is, on the one hand, we want to toy with the idea of... Loose women, literally. Um, and then we are petrified. You married by... well then. Yeah, exactly. And then, but then one's immediately petrified by the prospect uh, for what this could potentially mean for you. Oh, and... God. So we literally are still stuck in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no. in the bedroom. But I think that must be the... Barefoot and pregnant precisely, in the kitchen. Precisely. But I think that's why women were guessing that men were up to it 13 to 50 times a month because yeah. women know. They're the gatekeepers. The women know what's going on. Because they, they, they know, whereas men like to think women are because they want to always imagine that other people are having more than them. No, yeah, because of think, yeah, men women are always as being that, constantly wanting sex. Yeah, so within those statistics and predictions, um, you know, I can't find... Um, it doesn't actually say I do feel sorry for how men, often men, are, men and women are having sex. I feel sorry for men that actually just only want sex occasionally because, again, I think the pressure is much more for men. All men are supposed to be gagging for it all the time. Well, mm. I, I just think, like, like any human, we all have different appetites. We all have different situations. There are so many things that have to be in place for to have a good sex life if you're not just naturally very sex-driven. Mm. There are all sorts of things that come into play in a long-term relationship, in a marriage, in whatever, that have nothing to do with the actual act. The most recent survey done said that 29%, so nearly a third of all women and men, reported not having sex at all in the past month. Now, I think that's interesting because I think... I've got to an age where I accept 
both within my own physical limitations, but also within the reality of life. You mature, you grow up, I'm six years behind you too, and I'm getting there, I'm sort of thinking, fucking hell, yoga makes sense even. Um, <laughs> especially yoga with your ass in the air. Sorry, no, 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 I'm thinking all the wrong things. <laughs> See, yoga's quite erotic, actually, if you get yoga's into it. Yoga's very erotic. Oh you're in touch God. with mind, body, spirit. Yes, especially if you're at the back of the class totally looking is. forward. Yoga Hang is, on. Yoga is a perfect <laughs> example because what you're doing is... You're releasing all the, all the toxicity. Mm. You're letting go of all the things that are crashing into your head. You're getting in touch with the way that your body feels, the way that your heart feels. It's incredibly sexy. Mm. But, but I would say, you know, there is, a, there is a more serious aspect to all of this. There have been times in our relationship where we, there was no sex for quite a big period of time. And obviously that happens around having babies. It happens around, um, you the know... Currency. Huh? The currency of sex. The currency of... Yeah, yeah. But also, and also you start to have less sex, obviously, around the menopause, hormonal changes and all that kind of stuff. And also, I mean, it's not just, you know, a lot of people argue that the male menopause or the menopause, if you like, is more, is, is it could, could sometimes be characterised, given that there's a higher rate of suicide amongst men and mental health problems than men of a certain age, that it manifests in that, in that area too. And I can certainly say that, you know, in periods of, you know, depression and where I've really struggled with my mental health, the last thing even on my mind is sex. Because... And yet, and yet, I think sometimes men can use sex in a yeah. really damaging way, like alcohol, like all these things, to fix, to fix, to fix, and to For not, me, not deal with their emotions. For me, it's the biggest turn-off is fixing through sex. Fixing yeah. jealousy, fixing insecurity, fixing it, what I will just, uh, just a turn-off. What about fixing, what about fixing, I don't know, a sort of broken radiator? That'd be nice for sex, wouldn't no. it? Would you that's like, I, I, and you know, I think a lot of, a lot of people would say, you know, if all day things have been cold and a bit yeah. weird, and then you fix go to bed, and that, that person, you know, either way, it could be a man or woman, wants to fix that day with sex that would never work with me because like if there hasn't been a connection all day there's not going to be a connection in bed and actually i find that the biggest turn off well i've got you've i've got there like an iceberg i've floated for a long time through the arctic tundra and i've arrived at that thought that yeah that kind of makes sense but you say you're never a numbers person but do you or would you not if say i was to turn around to say guess what for the last three months, we've only had sex three times. Would you... Is there a number where you, you said would... that to me before in our yeah. relationship. You've come to me with a number and I've I wanted to just throw you out the house. Don't come to me with numbers. Come to me with feelings. Come to me with reasons. Come to me with new ideas. But don't come and give numbers to me. It is such a turn Yeah, no, no, no. But, but sometimes one can start with a statistic and then scroll back and work out where the problems no, are, are not, coming from, no? Don't ever give me... a statistic you've known me 20 years what do you think a statistic is going to do for me zero is there any way i'm going to go as cold as ice and if i just the thought that anyone is counting how many times i've had sex just that in itself no i am not that is not the point that i'm making you once came to me and you said if we stick at the rate that we are by the time i'm dead i'll have had sex and you gave me a fucking number and i'm going to be really brutally honest with you and i was like are you kidding? I, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I, said, I was really depressed by the net result number. It was a shock. I was thinking, oh, my God, what am I going to do? No, but this is the fundamental difference between me and you. <laughs> Which is what? Is that you think into the fucking future. You stick yourself back in the past and you're not thinking... Right here, right now, what could I do to make this woman feel cherished? I think that all the what time. could I do? No, I'm just saying. 
when men get obsessed, and I'm sorry to say for men because I'm only in this relationship with a man, is that they, they, the quantifying of it makes you feel objectified. Of it no, does. no, no, but don't get upset because this is I'm just not fact. Upset at all. Because it's not done purposefully. It's, I think it's a male female thing, difference. It leaves me feeling objectified and going, well, okay, so mm, if you'd come to me and said, you know, how does it leave you feeling blah, blah, blah? That's going to get a response. But if you're going to me with a list of numbers, I'm just going to go fuck off. I agree. Yes. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, everyone. Hold the front door. Hold the front pages. Hold the front door. I've said that very infrequently in my life. I'm not saying that that is the way... Only we... because I tore skin off you with my response. It's quite erotic. Otherwise, you would well, have... I think we had sex straight uh, afterwards. It's otherwise, you would have started keeping a book. If I hadn't made it very clear that you never come to me with numbers again, we would have been in trouble. Babe, I have never come to you with numbers often. You have come to me no, with numbers more. Were... Come to me with numbers more often than you care to okay, remember. Okay, but 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 I do. I suppose what I'm saying is is that even at my age, I don't do it as often as I did. But say when we've got to the end of March, there may be an idle moment where I look out the window and I think, oh. fine, keep it yourself. <laughs> I'm not saying to you you can't have idle moments, but just I don't need to know them. No, but if would you would there never if, be a point at which you would look back? Okay, hang on, right, pause, 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 pause. And there isn't a dog snoring at the end of the bed, or a load of teenagers Teenager in the room door, opposite, or, an or the dinner to put on, or the da 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 and the time. That is how okay. the numbers work. The numbers don't work by the numbers because no. what you've got to do is you've got to take two people completely out of their lives and everything else that's going on. And why all the women I know hate numbers and hate this is because what it's saying is everything else that you do in this moment doesn't exist you're because not, what we're doing is boiling it down to numbers. You're blinded by the light a little bit here. You're allowing yourself not to see the wood for the trees. <laughs> and How many on. more of those? No, hang on one I'll second. Give one more. <laughs> hang on one second. What I'm trying to say is, I totally hear what you're saying, and I've had to get there, like a, like I say, like a very slow thing. And But the point I'm trying to make is, by looking at where you're at, not looking at the numbers, not, you know, checking it all the time, doing an inventory all the time, or looking out oh. the window. No, and you've no, never no. done that. No, no, but yeah. surely, surely, any couples counsellor, any relate counsellor, any couples therapist would quite agree that you can look at the state of your sex life, which could involve the frequency and the nature of it and the inclination of it and everything. Of course, everything that leads to that is a consequence of everything else in your life. But you can look at... If we were to get to the end of the year and go, oh, we haven't had sex at all this year, I'd say there was a problem. Yeah, but you... But... But it's a number. So I'd come to you and go, we haven't done it at all. But the problem is is that people find it so difficult to talk about sex yeah, within their relationship. Okay, so no, I think, if I'm being fair, probably women just generally will find it easier to to talk more about their feelings than men. So maybe that's why men do go... When you're, What are you actually saying when you say, oh, we've only had it this amount of times? So you're actually saying, do you still like me? Are we still dirt? Are we still intimate? Are we... But... But they lose all ground for me, men, when they just come with a number. But actually, what you're saying is probably all the things that the other person is wanting to say as well. So mm. I would say, sure, if there's anyone listening, don't man. go with the numbers. Just say, do you think we could be both brave enough to talk about how we're actually feeling? Because if we're honest, we've lost a bit of intimacy. Tell me what 
what you think is missing. Take the intercourse out of it. What's missing in our mm. intimacy? Because intimacy is not about sexual intercourse. Mm. That's the end of intimacy. That's the end of it. It's all the stuff that creates real intimacy, really caring about the other person, really knowing about the person, really being interested in the person, supporting that person, helping that person, laughing with that person. All of those things, occasionally holding a hand, giving a hug, that is sex. And what happens is... Too many men, in my opinion, don't realise that is sex. Mm, mm. Because when you, before you have a life together, before you have a home and insurance and kids and a dog and freezers that need to be cleaned out and washing machine dryers that you need to get fucking fluff out, who knew that before we were like proper grown-ups? It's like a giant that, belly button, isn't it? All that shit that goes on is the new kind of intimacy Pre all of that, what was my intimacy before that? Sharing a fag with someone lying in bed, you know, drinking some of their drink, sharing a kebab, you know, intimacy. Admiring their purple balls. Intimacy was all those things, was that comfort, and then you would fall into having sex. But it just changes. Can I make a recommendation or give a suggestion? And one or last give some... thing. Okay, maybe not. A sulk. Is the mo is the biggest turnoff on the planet? I've learned that the hard way. And women, believe me, I'm looking down right down the barrel now at you, men. Yeah. If you sulk and you end up having sex with your partner, I will go so far as to say they if, ain't enjoying it. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. That's what I'll say. Okay. If you've made some, not made, but if you've got somebody to have sex with you by sulking and making life a bit miserable, you want to hear some of the conversations I've heard with women or had with women about that and what they're actually thinking about you. Okay, <laughs> oh, well, but that's petrifying, and I just felt a shrill, horrible, cold sweat. <laughs> well, no, because I never spine. don't have. If no, 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 I know, but I suppose in many we're very lucky, but I think in a lot of relationships, and I think it's really important to name this, and this is perhaps a whole other podcast. Both people being at the same place of desire or desirability is very hard. I mean, you know, if you think about what you're asking for in terms of, and just hear me out, in terms of, you know, uh, what's it called? Um, you know, when, when you agree to, what was it called? When consent. Yeah. When I talk about consensual sex, of course I'm not talking about non-consensual yeah, sex, yeah, but yeah. I'm talking about if we get dig deep into what consensual is within mm. even a relationship, where you both love each other, you both mm. fancy each other, mm. but... For whatever reasons, for your, your own reasons, hormonal reasons, reasons in the relationship, the way it's going, you know, match the alignment of consent mm, at the amount of times yeah. that pressure is on Over with years. this conversation of yeah. sex, how often, how often. It amazes me that people get to that place as much as they do. And it begs the question, perhaps they don't. And sometimes in a really loving relationship, you, one of you will have sex when it's not the first thing on your mind. But you, you, you but know, you and you're, and a bit but then you do it, and you love that person, and then it turns into something nice, and you do it. Um, but um, what I would say on the sulking is, if you are a sulker, trust me when I say it's very unsexy. But also ask yourself what you're actually feeling, and see whether you can work that out yourself. Um, rather than putting it on the other person, and then think about a better way to show that person that you're missing intimacy with them rather than sulking. So, could you empty the dishwasher? Could you sit and, uh, and listen to them about their day? That's intimacy. Could you mm. could you hold their hand when you're watching uh, a, a show rather than just being on your phone? That will get you more sex, but don't think about that. 
don't think about intercourse. If somebody doesn't want intercourse all the time, you know, are you willing to be intimate in a different way? Are you willing to just have a bit of a snog on the sofa? Does it always have to end with you getting your end away? Well, I'm... And what would you say to women? Well, before, what I would like to also to stress is I do think a shout out has or something has to be said for the fact that there is an assumption from women that when men want intimacy, all they want is sex. They don't. I think it, don't get me wrong, as a red blooded man, having been around lots of men, you know, when I was younger, <coughs> it's certainly much more the re- desired or, uh, you, know, uh, des- you know, desired outcome you know, for men, but it's not always, it really isn't always. And certainly when you're in a longer term relationship or you're in a marriage, sometimes I think women assume that if there's a reach out of any kind of tenderness or affection, it could sometimes be shut down quite quickly with a, oh, I'm not interested. Or, yeah, because, it's not because lead to I'm that. sorry, 99% of the time a man, it will not well, be happy unless they've had an orgasm at the end of it. Come on, let's no, I'm not be talking honest. about even any sex with, with, with... I'm just talking about hold, holding each other, being intimate or, or, or being... Yeah, but being, it, the you trouble know, is why women often pull away other. is because they it, would like to lean into that more, but this is... Honestly, right. they'll say, but I know within minutes it's going to turn to sex. OK, well, uh, my recommendation to men is, listen, we do need to be trained a little bit like dogs. Um, I have been trained somewhat in, in, this, in this regard, and it's not about being trained into something that doesn't... isn't something you feel. It's about... Trying to just, as you always say, see it from just someone else's perspective. And men are from Venus and women are from Mars or the other way around. And, you know, for me, so for example, I do think more self-consciously about touching you in a way that isn't sexual, but that kind of is caring or considerate or touching your hand. Like, yes, I remember I walked past you, look at you, I thought you look really nice saying it. You know, rather than having these thoughts and then doing that thing somewhere down the line where you go, well, I feel it. Or I say, actually really make a point of saying it as you're feeling it. And I say, oh, you really look nice. And da 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 Would you like this? Would you like that? Shall I do this? Or just doing stuff without All the stuff you do before you've had a shag with somebody. Absolutely. That's what I would say. Do the washing up, empty the dishwasher, have a shag. All the things that you would say before you actually ever had sex just keep them going but um, it's really important that we say this just for a minute we're talking about it because we are man and woman but this can easily be switched around the other way because there could be a man that's very much Mm. feeling that with a woman Mm. or somebody in the same sex relationship so as we're talking about this we're talking about wherever that power balance is wherever there is one Mm. that doesn't fully understand that doesn't understand that intimacy and, and has really been brought up in a way that intimacy is just about sex and it's not can I just ask you quickly as we wrap up about the Catholic... The, one of the first things you said at the beginning there, which I just wanted a bit of clarification on, Miss Sawala, what did you say about him and the possibility of him losing interest if he wasn't getting that much or someone else would jump on him? Or No, no, I would be surprised because she's quite ferocious and she can be quite... She's very... She's quite quick off the mark, if I've ever seen anything said about her looks or anything. I don't know. I pick up a certain insecurity mm. with her. So I was thinking, for her to say that, is she? Which I was surprised she wouldn't be worried that people might go, oh, he's only having sex twice a month. Well, I could offer him sex. But then maybe, maybe the reason they're having sex twice a month is because he's at home looking he's after exhausted. the kids and doing the dishwasher and taking the fluff out of the dryer. Yeah, maybe Which he's exhausted. Which isn't sexy. 
It's not sexy. Well, so you're she down on the, the floor scrubbing the washing machine again that nobody's ever touched, or doing the toilet again, which nobody's ever done. It's not sexy. So would you? There's no number you would hear from someone on how frequently or not frequently they're having sex that would make you go, oh, well, you okay. did. You had a judgment on so, this. So, so if no, but you, what you've got to remember is really important. Remember this. This was my snap judgment, which shows us the way that we are mm. conditioned. Um, conditioned by society, and of course, then later and I think about it and I break it all down and it's fine but um I, I so what would I not have had a snap judgment so if she'd said we have sex three to four times a week I would have thought yeah god yeah that's what I'd expect and geez she's had two babies in three years and she's breastfeeding and she still has sex three times a week wow god yeah and I would accept it so would you say three or four times a week? Three is, times a week, let's Would you say. say three times a week is something to aim for? Right, shut up. Is it? Don't try and get numbers, Mark. Hang on. I just want to write a number and I want to see if you guys no. can guess what I've written. Give us the pen. This is the number Don't of times... Don't say anything about digits. This is the number of times I want to have sex this year. Oh, darling, I can't work it out Hang here. On. Can we do per ready? week? Can we do per week? Yeah, well, it's all very easy to say that, isn't it, when you know you're not good, because you're trying to sound all virile and everything. No, I'm not. Yeah, well, I tell you what, you nobody of your age could do that. That's just in your head. It's not in your body. It's not it's in my pants. It's I, I, not I, I, Mark, I, not in your body I anymore. I could do that. Hang on, let me just remember how many days in the year. Three hundred and sixty-five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mark. I'm nearly Mark, hitting that. that on, on, is... my own, on my own terms, I'm nearly hitting that. You better take that last bit out. No. You've never come across like a right wanker. Oh. At least I've never had to negotiate purple balls. Who are you oh, with? God. Sometimes, you know, when you say something to somebody that you've been with for a long time, and you go, why have I said that? Because <laughs> that is going to drive me mad. It's hideous. This it? will be spoken about over and over. No, he funny. will ask me multiple times if I've ever seen anyone with purple balls. He will bring this up on Coffee have. Morning you said tomorrow. You have. Oh, look at I it. didn't. It's funny. I said I haven't seen anyone with purple balls. I, I am see... not worried about it. I'm fascinated that yeah, there are don't any. Don't fucking ask me because I don't know the answer oh, to any of right. your questions about purple balls. Okay. Maybe they were more blue. Who knows? Blue balls. This is oh, well, we know where that's. Going. I well, I'm not even joking. Don't miss the coffee or the conversation. But okay. I feel sick. Okay. So you don't think we can hit that number, darling? I don't think you can hit that number. Don't make this a wee thing. Make it a you thing. Maybe it's a me thing. Please share this podcast with all your friends that might be struggling with their sex lives.